Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Life, Love and Entrepreneurship. My name is Deepak Shukla and today I want to talk about, well life actually in fact, um, my um, my kitten, Tommy, uh, I, I call him a kitten, he's maybe, he's coming up to a year now, so he's, uh, he's, he's not exactly small anymore, but anyway, he for the first time, uh, I walked into um, the, the living room just now, literally, and um, as you can tell, it's the inspiration for this podcast, he um, brought in with him uh, a rather large dead bird that he'd uh, obviously killed and brought in as a gift, a gift for me. Um, I was blown away by the size of the bird. I was blown away by the fact that the first thing he ever brings into the house isn't isn't a mouse or, or even a rat. It's a, it's a bloody great big bird. And... Um, it's it's quite Im- impressive and um, uh, amazing to see him have killed this. And, you know, he had it all there presented for me. And uh, I tried to see the, the, the sweetness of what he was doing in, a, in amongst the fact that there was a dead bird in my living room. And um, it proved as actually, uh, once I cleaned it up, a, a great reminder of us and our instincts and how in in life that a lot of the time people spend their time trying to be something that they're not and how ultimately that is short-sighted i mean we all ultimately will revert back to our original nature so you know some some broad brush examples of of what i mean is um you know there are some cases where you know it's it's bandied about that there's public speakers who are like introverts And, you know, they learn to publicly speak because it's a necessity for their job, which makes absolute sense. But given enough time spent around them, you'll discover that they indeed are introverts. And that is an obviously great example of someone that makes the necessary changes in in order to um, present a version of themselves when it's necessary. However, when we, for example, delve into the area of business, for example, one of the biggest mistakes that I made in, in hindsight was trying to, to launch tech companies uh, alone with me as a sole founder when I'm, I'm not a tech guy. You know, I, I don't code. I, I don't have a desire yeah. to code ultimately. And for whatever reason, I haven't put the hours in to, to learn. Um, and, um, you know, I tried to build two tech companies. You know, I raised just £5,000 for one. I raised the, um, raised the equivalent of £75,000 for the second one. And... Um, Ultimately, they all all came to nothing for as much promise as they could have or might have shown, you know, in hindsight. And I look back at that and I I realised that when it came to the tech side, I was seriously found wanting. And that was me trying to do something that kind of I'm not, which was, you know, the tech side, uh, which is is not the case. And then we look at, for example, the world of, you know, let's talk about fitness now. So I um, have kind of a background um, in, well, it's, it's been strange. I had a background uh, in in running for a long time. But before that, I used to used to do weights. And you do, of course, all of us have the ability to, to change your body. But ultimately, I've always been a, I've always been a better runner than I have perhaps a strength guy. I'm not, I'm not particularly strong. And, um, you know, trying to build strength is something that's, you know, admirable, but I'm, I'm definitely a better runner, you know, it's like Mo Farah attempting to become a strength guy when Mo Farah is like five foot two or five foot five or whatever he is and is, you know, very, very thin and suited 
has the body suited for you know his his activity and you know you see it in the world um that people try and be things that they're not and ultimately your instinct will return now this obviously raises then the question of okay once a cheater always a cheater or once a smoker always a smoker there are clearly habits that prove self-destructive that you should do your utmost to refrain from and i don't believe that these are habits that cannot be fixed I think that even if you have the tendency or the predisposition that bad experiences will teach you that it really isn't a good road to go down to, you know, be, um, you know, to be unfaithful or to, to smoke 30 cigarettes a day, although some people do do both and I guess ultimately live happy lives. Um, however, by and large, that is a bad road to go down. So we return to Tommy, the cat, as he sat there, <clears throat> kind of lay there majestically with one paw on the actual bird itself kind of pouring away at it very proud of what he'd achieved clearly and uh, you hear the bell that's actually him now and wandering across as I've left the back garden door open um, and um, yeah the sense of pride that kind of was strewn I felt across his face it was a gift for his master and you know a reflection of this is who I am I may have been domesticated you may keep me you know, as a pet, but I am Tommy, I am a black cat, I am a hunter. And um, think about, you know, how that reflects upon your life, your true nature. Are you, you know, an outdoors person who's, you know, chosen to take the city job when they're more comfortable out in the mountains or in the woods or in, you know, farmland? Are you someone who's equally the reverse? Are you out in the farmland, in the woods, in the mountains, when you'd rather be behind a desk in the city changing the world from a laptop? Are you, you know, a swimming coach who's always wanted to be a ballerina? A lot of this is related to your true passion, your purpose, if you will, or the thing that you feel comes naturally to you, or the thing that you've always wanted to do when you were a young man or woman. And, you know, in my case, one thing I can say is that my purpose has always involved sport of some kind. That's part of my purpose or rather part of my passion. Part of my passion, you know, to date has to some degree been building a company, but I've just never been very good at going and turning up at a desk day upon day. And as much as I've tried with the tech companies that I try to build, I've failed at it because it doesn't come naturally to me. It doesn't come as easily turning up day in, day out. I've got a friend, Zuka, and he's got fabulous focus that I ultimately wish I could take something from. But, you know, he's, he's, he's in the midst of selling his company. Um, he's <clears throat> been working at it for three, three, three to four years consistently. It's been the one thing he's continually worked upon. And I, I applaud him for that because he's focused all his efforts into one thing and now he's, you know, seeing... The, the, the fruits of his labour and what would be possible if you stuck to one thing. Now, that in combination with your nature, it may well be that my nature is to be a drifter, my nature is to do different things. You know, I believe that ultimately my nature may, may be well to help people. It's something that I'm often told. But your true nature, ultimately over time, will always show yourself, will always show itself the things that you're passionate about, the things that you're good at. The things that you really enjoy doing versus what you actually do, you know. In Tommy's case, my little cat 
his true nature came out when he killed an impressively large bird. I wonder how he did it. It was really a sight to behold because it's the first time he'd bought anything into the house as a gift to us. And what a way to do it, to kill a bird. So, what is your true nature? What is it that needs to be rediscovered and re-explored? What is it that really keeps leaking into the edges of everything else that you do? What is it that you should be doing with your time as opposed to what you actually are doing with your time? Because your true nature will always show itself. And if you try and do things that you don't that don't come naturally to you, that you're weak at, then you'll ultimately never be as good as the other guy who can do it day in, day out for the love rather than for the hard work.